Hey, how's it going? I'm Nick, the host of the Echo Academy podcast, a podcast dedicated to tapping into the world's collective experience and wisdom so we can all learn to be more resilient. Welcome to part three of this special series on mental health. In this episode, I share with you what I think is a must-have pair of ingredients to overcoming any obstacle in life, and that is patience and simplicity. And I want to share with you how I think about these two ingredients and use my story to explain its value. I hope you enjoy it. I'd like to share with you about patience. Not so much because I have it or that I'm good at it, but because I'm more aware of its value after my experience with depression. To me, patience is the stepping stone towards self-compassion. The more patient you are, the easier it is to forgive yourself because you're aware that time is arbitrary. And whatever time limit you've given yourself, is purely made up. I remember the first time my psychiatrist prescribed medication to me. I was really hesitant because I didn't want to be dependent on it. I wanted to be mentally healthy without any need for drugs. And the reason why I felt so strongly about this was because I experimented with it before. And while that was an entirely different circumstance and purpose... The premise was the same, making use of a substance to make me feel good when I couldn't do it myself. I absolutely did not want that. So I remember after paying for the session and getting what seemed like a hundred boxes of pills, I made a promise to myself. I said to myself that I would be medication free in no more than five years. Now, don't get me wrong, there's value in having realistic timelines and, you know, what you call SMART goals. SMART being an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bounded. But as I've come to understand, some obstacles don't require timelines for you to overcome them. In fact, I would argue it is actually counterproductive. And the reason for this is simple. You can't set a timeline for a problem that evolves as you do. As you grow, mature, and experience the world, the problem will manifest itself in a different way, and so too will your reaction to it. I remember a couple of times where I felt better and chose to get off my meds without first consulting my psychiatrist. I was under the impression that I had been on it for way too long. And if I'm feeling good, I should just stop taking it because it becomes a crutch or worse, an addiction. Without getting into too much detail, the result was obviously counterproductive at best and terrible at worst. The reality was that the opposite happened. I don't like using this word, but it seems to describe it most accurately. And that was I had relapsed. And as a result, I had to start from the very beginning again. 
Another example was with the relationships in my life. I used to be very confrontational with both the people who didn't understand what I was going through and the people who did. No one was spared. I guess you could say I practiced equality when it came to creating friction in my relationships when I was depressed. But as you've heard in part two of this series, I eventually learned that relationships are unique. Like me, many people weren't entirely sure how to deal with someone who was going through depression. In fact, some people started to notice the same symptoms in themselves, and as a result, chose to stay away for fear of acknowledging it in themselves. My whole experience has taught me that patience is the acknowledgement that neither time nor expectation should be part of the equation if you're really pursuing an endeavor that has a lifelong benefit. Instead, set goals without worry of when you would accomplish it. Instead, be intentional. Focus on it so that working on it becomes a lifestyle. A meaning pursuit that doesn't fall under arbitrary time bounds. After all, you don't owe the world a fast finish. But you do, however, owe yourself your best and most meaningful effort. Which brings me to my thoughts on simplicity. Simplifying your life so that you can reap the rewards of your patience is probably my favorite lesson. I remember my first visit to the psychiatrist. He had advised me to take a semester off school to really focus on my recovery, to which I agreed somewhat reluctantly. Now, in my mind, taking a semester off school felt like a step back in life's progress, like it was proof that I didn't have my life together. But while I was unwilling, I knew the value of just taking a break. So I handed in my leave of absence letter to the university and without much fuss, began my six-month break from the world. But the part I remember most vividly was that evening itself. I had asked some of my friends to join me for dinner. And while we all partook in great conversation and laughter, I found myself sitting back and realizing something profound. Well, at least profound to me at that time. But it feels obvious to me now, I guess. All of a sudden, I had no more responsibility. If only for a few months. I had no school obligations, no social responsibilities, and I think more importantly, no expectation out of life. You see, I was characterless in the world story where we make up ideas of ourselves as we discover the best and worst within us. And to me, that was beautiful. Even for a brief while, I didn't have to answer to no one. All I needed to do was focus on myself and build myself back up again, with everything I needed to be as self-aware as I was in that moment. I suppose that's the value of simplifying our lives. The less roles we take on, the more we understand what actually serves us. We learn what we can control and what we can't. And ultimately, we appreciate that in life, simplicity equals clarity. So, did I wish I didn't suffer from clinical depression? Probably. 
Nonetheless, I'm immensely thankful for those 12 years. I value patience and simplicity wholeheartedly now. And I know that neither other people's timeline nor idea of what character I should play in this world matters in my pursuit of inner peace. And that, in a nutshell, is being mentally healthy. Thank you.